There will be banter for the first time in six weeks. What up, fam? So, hey, look, tonight <laughs> there will be banter returns with the lovable left-wing uh, gun-toting liberal, Veronica Lopez. How are you doing, ma'am? Most excellent. Hanging out and drinking some uh, some straight tequila. Is that tequila uh, organic? Is it um, fair trade? Oh, it's probably not fair trade. I don't think that anything in Mexico is actually fair trade. So, I mean, you never know. I don't know. I haven't been to, I, it's the one place I haven't been yet is Mexico. I keep I'm supposed to what? go there. Well, my passport expired and I haven't oh, redone yeah. it. All right. it's good enough, if it's good enough for Ted Cruz, it's good enough for you, Eric. Exactly. So, hey, look. All right. And now also we are joined by the, the Australian eye candy reporting live from the border. Uh, don't know which oh, border. We will right. not disclose his true border appearance, but it is Mr. Ben Bridge. <laughs> How are you, sir? Fresh off the CrossFit Open with his come and take it cup tumbler, Yeti. That's great, though, because Yetis are made in China and it says come and take it. Like, I don't get it. I've never understood Gr Yeti. Grinder mug. Yeah, right. <laughs> Still don't want it. <laughs> come and yeah, take it. We're reporting live from, from Texas this week. Okay. Well, good deal. Good deal. How'd the open go? It was terrible. It was. Well, um, it got terrible. It just, it just confirmed for me that I'm much better as a CrossFit coach than I'm as a CrossFit athlete. Same. And my coaching uh, certificate has lapsed. So now I'm just, it's just, as long as I show up once a day, it's, it's kind of where I'm at. Um, it's the main thing, really. better somehow on uh, that 21.2, the whole snatches and thrusts from four years ago, which is weird. There you go. Anyway, Congratulations. Yeah. I mean, I still suck. But, you know. I was in the, uh, I believe the 81st percentile in my age group. So yeah, not good enough to do anything with, but not the worst, right? <laughs> so there we go. And then also before we really get going, we have the soon to be married. Great. Whoa, that, that's a big deal. No. All right. Soon to be married. <laughs> America's favorite defense reporter, Christina Wong. How are you, ma'am? Hey, very good. Very good. I'm, um, oh, I forgot to change my, um, my screen name. Yeah, you are still <laughs> that. Uh, I, I have to make sure no one from that organization uh, watches this and sees that I'm, I'm using. Uh, yeah, make uh, sure you're very prepped and they're prepped resources. because this is a very big deal and they should know who you are and why you're on this at this point. Okay. Um, yes. So I'm. Our numbers hover in the hundreds. That's right. And that's just on YouTube. That doesn't exactly count. that doesn't take into account like YouTube is kind of I feel bad every time I log in I look at YouTube I'm like damn that's it but you know you <laughs> most people don't really watch YouTube they listen to podcasts so it is what it is uh, what are you sipping on over there young lady uh pecan whiskey I believe and it is on um in a gift that I just got Aaron that came today it came to late and this is Aaron's um initials on uh and on uh whiskey glasses personalized whiskey glasses I got him all right, so supposed to attend your wedding next month or this month. Yes. Um, is Aaron going to have pecan whiskey there? Because I'll bring a flask of the real stuff if I have to. Oh, my goodness. Um, he's not listening because he's off on his own little, uh, you know, as he should. And right now, even though he's like 10 feet away. Is he at a Biden rally? <laughs> he could be listening to Biden. I don't know. Um, he knows I'm talking about him. So he's, he's, he has one. Ear, ear pod. Oh, well. I, I don't um, think we're talking about him tonight. We shouldn't. He's making Easter eggs, though. Yeah, Easter. That's pretty sick. Yeah, he, he's coloring the Easter eggs. And that's a, that's an arduous task. Like I, uh, I feel like that's a lost art too. Because I remember as like a little kid, my mom used to set up like four different coffee mugs with food coloring in the water, and you would dunk them. Aaron and I used to never understand it because I was like, "Why are we dying hard-boiled eggs? I hate hard-boiled eggs." I'm not going to eat these. Like, what's the point of this? Just give me the chocolate, so, lady. What's going on? Give me the bunny. It's funny because it's funny how like you grow up with these different traditions, right? For Easter. I used to love Easter, not because. Easter's great. Of, yeah, it's just chocolate well, for no reason. The, not even that, right? So my family had a tradition. We had, so we would get eggs, but we obviously we eat a ton of eggs for breakfast. And yeah. what the women in my family would do was they basically like go through this labor of love all year long and they would just crack like you know, like a lid off of the top of the egg, mm. peel it back, and then they pour out like all of the contents, very, right? Rinse them like out. A scotch egg. Rinse them out and then put the shell away. Then they paint the eggs, fill them with confetti, and then 
put paper mache on top. So they'd hide all the eggs on Easter and we'd go hide, find these eggs and we'd crack them on each other at like the park. So we'd be chasing each other around, dude. <laughs> all the adults would be getting drunk and we'd be occupied for hours just trying to fuck each other up. Mm-hmm. And every every once in a while, the parents would put a raw egg, they'd hide one under the bush <laughs> or whatever. So if you caught one, if you got one of those, like, or they'd, haul, they'd have That's one of the hollowed ones out and have like funny. money or something in it. So like, you know, you'd go to crack it on an egg and a 20 would fall out. And like, you have like two oh, kids fucking shit. duking it out for the, That's pretty cool, it, was, it was, it was awesome, dude. Easter was the yeah, kids I feel like growing Easter up. I've never like seen a, anybody else do that though. I, yeah, I thought Easter's this was like, like a, a mix of every holiday just kind of rolled into one and you kind of do whatever it is you want to make it. Your Easter was unique. like the Hunger Games. It was so fucking cool though. Cause, and they didn't, they didn't discriminate. I mean, they had to start, I guess, once like the older kids got kind of like shitty, but I mean, it was a fuck, it was a free for all. You doesn't matter how old you were, you were getting fucking hit in the face with an egg. Like, <laughs> yep. Ben, what did they, what, what did, I, did you guys do anything for Easter in the good old Australia land down under? Mostly just, you know, fighting kangaroos and crocodiles that's as per usual. Throwing colored yeah. eggs at them and hitting them in the face. Yeah, Why just getting them real, just getting yeah. them real fired up. Yeah. And then stealing their chocolate when they aren't looking. Because everyone knows that crocodiles are hoarders of chocolate. It's, it's just science. It, it, I mean, it's believable. Yeah, checks out. <laughs> Who's that? Who's that uh, lovable creature you got behind you that looks a little camera uh, so shy right French, now? That's one of my buddy's four dogs. That's Frenchie. Frenchie, so, yeah, right? Yeah, the three dogs are waiting for me to finish the podcast and show them some more love. So that's right. All right. So for those who are listening and not watching, there's a dog behind Ben. Okay, so that's how that works out. You're you're welcome for my. Uh, um, what's the word? When you what's the word when you speak? You're like the narration yes you're welcome for my narration and as veronica looks at me like i'm an idiot i know i'm an idiot i don't need you to look at me like i'm one okay anyway we're gonna talk tonight i'm just being a judgy liberal you know just one of those liberal oh hi rufus that liberal that judgy liberal by the way this is my foster rufus and if anybody wants to adopt him traveling traveling dog tales is his organization are you trying to get rid of him he's a foster he's he's looking for his forever home i thought you're his home Bro, I'm trying to foster more dogs. I'm taking. I can't. Look at him. He doesn't know. He doesn't look. He's like he knows you're trying to get rid of me. This is sad. He's trying to drink the tequila out of my mouth. He's like, ooh. I whatever works. (laughs) He's an alcoholic. He look. Yeah. He's 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 an AA dog. All right. So tonight, what we're gonna talk about is the army combat fitness test or the acft now a lot of you listening at home who are not in the military or the army specifically are like why the fuck y'all talking about this and i get it you don't have a vested interest in it uh personally but actually you do because the army is your army all right we're not just like this you know exclusive organization who operates on its own it's actually part of the United States and you should probably care about what it is it comes to when it comes to fitness standards. So what I'm going to read to you tonight as the ACFT, as I just said, the army combat fitness test has evolved. And before I read it, I just want to, I want to preface it with a little personal story. So once upon a time, when I was at the, at the, the land of Fort Benning as a drill sergeant in 2009, um, trade was working on what was in its infant stage which now has become, I guess, the ACFT. So they were working on a new PT test. There was going to be a, it was going to be two PT tests a year, right? There's going to be the, the fitness test and then there's going to be the combat test, which is, I guess they eventually just merged the two and, and now we have what we have. But this was going on at least since 2009 at Tradoc, right? When General Hurtling, Christina, you're probably familiar with him on, on the Twitters. When General Hurtling was the three-star Tradoc commander, and we went through all these years of testing to implement this new PT test. And then for whatever reason, and without much notification on why, I was just like, ah, eh, we're good. We're not going to do that. We're just going to stick with the, the current APFT, the Army Physical Fitness Test. And then the ACFT came back, and here it is. And I love it personally. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the story. So literally, if you go back 12 years, this is something that the Army's been developing for a while. So I'm going to read from an article on military.com by Captain Shina. I hope I'm saying this right, Shayna or Shayna Koss, who was among the first 10 women to graduate from Ranger School and become the first female infantry officer to serve in the 75th Ranger Regiment in 2018. All right. So 
couple paragraphs from this article is recent attention surrounding the army combat fitness test or the ACFT produced a scornful public response, shaming the army into lowering physical standards to accommodate the more than 50% of women who failed to meet the minimum requirements during initial testing. Resulting backlash encouraged the, the service to suspend its stratified color-coded grading system, which had required the highest fitness standards for combat arms, color code black, high standards for jobs like military police, color code gray. Both standards were replaced with the lower minimal gold color code for all soldiers, regardless of the military occupational specialty, which is their MOS. And that is where we are currently with ACFT 3.0. Now, while the Army has yet to announce whether it will reinstate tiered fitness standards, some continue to argue that the service must permanently allow substitutions for the leg tuck, the <laughs> leg tuck, as they believe it discriminates against women who lack the upper body strength of men. And before we get into this, I will make it a, a sincere argument that the leg tuck is not about upper body strength. Anyway, we go back. It's a great article. She writes about a lot of things, but I just want to close with what she says in one of her closing paragraphs. Um, There it is. As I look to find it before implementation, the army was clear about its elevated fitness requirements for the infantry. It would be antithetical. <laughs> it would be antithetical <laughs> for it to renege on those standards. As one of the first ten women who earned the privilege to wear the blue cord of the infantry and the coveted ranger tab, I recognize the enduring need to work hard all women especially female infantrymen should adopt a similar mindset anyone desiring to serve this country needs to meet the standard rather than lobbying for exceptions based on gender lowering physical requirements may ostensibly lead to the short-term quote equality of women however any advancement because of gender and not merit is corrupting to this vital organization she closes with, we, the women of the infantry, want more qualified women to join our ranks. We do not simply want more women. Now, as a woman in the United States Army, Veronica, as you've sent a video, never trying leg tucks before, and then you sent a video like, I guess this is them. You knocked out, what, seven without actually <laughs> trying? So what is honestly being argued, so for everyone knows, right, she talked about and, and that captain, right? I don't know what she does now. It says she currently works at like some marine installation in Quantico. Um, she talks about the color standards for the tiers, right? So for leg tucks, if you, the leg tuck, right? So it's, it's hanging from a bar with both hands and you have to uh, bring your arms up to a 90 degree angle with your elbow, right? Your, your arm is at a 90 degree angle and then you have to bring your knees to your elbows and touch them. To be in the infantry or combat arms, you had to do five under the color tiered system. <laughs> yeah, you made the cut, right? Or to be with a military police in that gray scale, you had to do three. Or to just to be alive in the military, you had to do that gold scale, which is one. My now the entire one. army has reduced itself for ACFT 3.0, removing all that just so you to do one. And if you don't want to do an, a leg tuck, you have the opportunity to do a plank, not in the push-up position as originally intended. Now on your forearms in the plank position to do two minutes and nine seconds for a passing score. Literally, Honestly, a plank is way worse. The plank is worse. However, way worse. on your forearms, <laughs> like my mom, who's almost 66 years old, I think she is 66. She can do two minutes and nine, I guarantee it. But anyway, that's the passing score, right? So the actual... ACFT, it's not about the, it, it, what we're really not complaining about is honestly hilarious to me because it's, it, there's, there's five other events, six total. This is the one we're complaining about. I find it hilarious that to, it's the leg tuck that we have a problem with. So Veronica, as I said, you, I, I brought this up to you and we we're going to talk about it and you're like, what's the leg tuck? I've never done them before. And then you sent a video and you did like six or seven, maybe eight. Right. Like and before seven, I get to Christina, Christina has been trying to do these for about a year <laughs> and has finally That's got weird. herself to the point where she can actually yeah. do them. Right. So imagine that just actually putting in some effort and work. But the reason right. I go to Veronica initially is because a, she's in the army B I know she just fucking works out and it's weird. Like you, you do what the ACFT is kind of designed around, which is 
a bunch of various events and CrossFit kind of helps with it. And Veronica, as you know, if you listen to this show or the podcast with her, she's done CrossFit for several years. Yeah. Actually, I'm Imagine like, her being fucking prepared physically to right. do something that she's asked to do. And she did it very successfully. So Veronica, the, the article, the leg tuck in general, the army ACFT, like where, where are you at on this experience? Um, well, so I want to explain, right? So like I haven't done the leg tuck or I haven't done an ACFT because of COVID and like all of the PT tests got suspended and I'm in the, I was in the National Guard switched into the reserves pretty recently. So I will be doing one soon at some point. Um, so I, I think that I completely agree with the article. Um, That's great. Yeah. I've, I've had a lot of, I have had a really hard time understanding the military specifically the army's logic on how they choose to train soldiers right like because it seems like this band-aid fix where they just throw a ton of money at the problem by developing this new acft and they're like oh we need to have people more ready and be super fucking prepared to do all of these awesome things and go to these super specialized schools and we want better more well-rounded soldiers they're still feeding them shit defect food they still have contracts with all of these fucking fast food restaurants and there are no decent options for these kids with no cars that live in the barracks to eat right other than mm -hmm. shit food yeah. And on top of all of that, they're not giving any of these young soldiers the basic core knowledge that they need to understand nutrition, like actual nutrition, right? Yeah. Not this like red, green, gold bullshit at the defect, like, oh, po <laughs> potatoes are yellow. Like, what does that fucking mean? How many carbohydrates is this? How many, how many grams of protein do I need based on how much I'm, I have a very yeah. sedentary job. Like, I sit at a desk all day. I don't need to eat as much as yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's true. you know, yeah, like as as an infantryman who might be in the field a hell of a lot more. Very different mm -hmm. jobs, completely different yeah. skill sets. And again, my body type is very different than somebody else's. So it's 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 fascinating to me that the military continues to throw money at a problem that's really easily solved at basic. I believe at basic training. Yeah, you need to take these kids and educate them and, and adults, right? So they're adults take these young adults and educate them from the fucking get-go. Mm -hmm. Like just giving these kids whatever fucking piece of crap shoes that are available to them at the PX and making them run six miles and then making them do push-ups until they have fucking tendonitis and then throwing them out into the world and saying, okay, you did it. Now go eat as much Charlie's cheese fries as you want from the, <laughs> you know, the fucking PX because we have a contract with them. Yeah. Like the healthy alternative is a Subway salad. Like that's, it's yeah. fucking insane to me that this is, that this continues to be the theme, right? And I'm, I'm watching obesity become a more prevalent issue every year, every yeah. year. Well, especially in the military. It is especially in the military, right? So, so what's like- weird though, is kind of like what you're saying, um, because I feel like unfortunately the army has completely divided itself into the like special forces and special operations community and then the regular army. And maybe right. ragers fall into that. I don't know, dude, but I just know enough green berets or, and you know, you probably know obviously as well, but they are actually tiered for that, right? Like, Hey, here's, this is nutrition. This is all about us. If you look at their assessment program for 14 weeks, preparing them to go to selection, it breaks down how they need to work out, how they need to eat, what they need to eat, when they need to eat it and what is actually good food. Right. But the right. regular army, they don't do that shit. It's like, hey, it's like you said, go fucking hang out at the defect. If you don't want the defect, go to the, the PX and hit the food court and get Charlie's cheesesteak fries. Right. So I, I remember I was, you know, when we were when we were in Kuwait, we had a sit down with one of the great time. And he was remember remember the whole you only get one meat. You can have so all the carbs you want. Yeah, you, you can only eat get whatever one the meat. well, you can eat whatever the fuck you want from the salad bar, all of the potatoes yeah. and fucking <laughs> eat all of these but we have a surplus of potatoes there's no potato famine here eat all of them no eat them all but you get one hard-boiled egg and this hard-boiled egg half of it's going to stick to the fucking shell you're not even going to eat it so enjoy the yolk that's what you were you know and you know you had to like i had to like flirt with a little defat guy to be like hey can i like get an egg? hey you gotta do what works yeah hell, fuck, hell yeah just like flashing a little like shoulder in my uniform like oh hey just, like don't fuck it i don't give a fuck i was doing a better job because i used to get three eggs a day just saying so you need up your flirt game well you're just a bigger it's the guy. sexy accent yeah i don't yeah, have a sexy the accent, accent. Totally and all, and, 
So, but okay. So I remember we sat down with this with the star major at one point, and you know they start talking about this new eight, you know this new PT test that's going to be implemented, and like, what are your concerns about the future of the military? And I was like, why aren't we educating soldiers about nutrition, and why aren't we putting soldiers who are not fit, the BMI test is bullshit, so I'm going to say failing height and weight, but soldiers yeah. that we can you can see are morbidly obese. Soldiers that can be tested in a bod pod and can be identified as morbidly obese Americans, right? Like it's, it's as unhealthy. And why can't we put them on a nutrition plan and actually educate them on the eat healthier? And the response was, we can't force people to eat a certain way. And I was like, you guys can force us to get fucking vehicle checks. You can force your way into our <laughs> barracks rooms. You can force your, you can force your way into my home. If I live on post and yeah. inspect every single fucking inch of my house, you guys can decide whether or not I'm allowed to take a vacation to see my family in another country. Like you guys, if you guys impose yourselves in every aspect of our lives, but when it comes to our health, and yeah. like the actual responsibility that we have with, as basically as a contractual obligation that we have to serve our country. Yeah. Now, now that's where the line is. That, that's fucking insane. You can tell it me really how is. I can wear my hair. Yep. Or whether or not I'm going to get a fucking weekend pass because one of my headlights are out. But <laughs> you can't tell me that I can't have fucking deep, like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's, that's very fair. That uh, I have to go see a nutritionist on post. So, so Ben, where, where do you come out on the, the movement of the ACFT and the, the actual leg tuck, but also kind of, I guess, what's been already discussed? Like, do you, do you see this as uh, an issue going forward or is the army making it too easy because we're worried about the wrong things when it comes to equality? Or is that really what's best for the army in terms of the other buzzword, lethality? So the army shooting the bed here massively, and I agree with, the points that Veronica has made, you know, if you want a soldier to be fit, they've got to eat right. So you teach them how to eat, give them access to, to good food. Is It should be the first thing. Second thing, they need access to decent training programs. No, and recovery only, programs. Yeah. So it was only during the research for this that I realized that um, only one branch of the US military has an MOS for a physical fitness trainer. And that's the Marines, and they only yep. implemented that MOS in 2016. Is so in Australia, for NCOs only, though. Uh, I think so. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a it's a six week course. That's fucking bonkers to to let someone go do a six week course and go cool. You can go train other Marines to like do fitness stuff. Yeah. It, so in, in Australia, for a for a senior NCO to become a physical training instructor, it's a 26 week course after you've done basic training. And traditionally, they don't take you into you're a corporal, which meant you already had an MOS beforehand. And if you want to come in as an officer, then you have to have a, a you have to have a BA in you know sports science or something. Yeah, yeah. So, Twenty six weeks sounds a little bit more like, hey, this might be something that reflects you know what you're doing. As opposed, see, that's that's kind of my point. So <laughs> yeah. the next tier down from that in Australia, they have combat fitness leaders, which is still a five week course. And that's designed for... Which is probably like our master um, fitness trainers in the Army, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it's dudes or dudes weeks, who, who, who are going to run like... Who are going to run company yeah. PT or something. Yeah. But then yeah. They, still, they still go and see the brigade PDI to, to get help running that, that program. So it's not just like you, you, you tap the, a sergeant because he looks fit and go, hey, dude, you're running PT now. And he yeah. goes, cool. That my strong my strong suit is I like running. So guess what, motherfuckers? We're gonna run every day. <laughs> and then the big, are... a, the big guy who's the big guy who's a power lifter is like running. Yeah, I don't dude. understand this word. Cardio so is it, cardio, Ben. That's right, yeah. bro. So it now becomes a very personal thing of whoever gets poked by the Sergeant Major to, to to run the PT to be the PT stud yeah. potentially ends up fucking over everyone else because they're not helping to program for you know. You look at the yes. screen here. There are four people here of very different ages, body, body um, compositions. Yeah. So, you know, Veronica can probably deadlift more than me. In fact, probably all can. But in, 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 but in your de in your defense, I don't have to lift it that far off the ground. I'm short as fuck. <laughs> so it's not moving that far. So the, 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 the couple of points, I That's guess. the only uh, thing I can max on the ACFT is deadlift. It's easy. <laughs> the, the complete lack of professionalization of, 
of any individuals inside the US military to actually program and run physical training is, is, a, is, a, is another huge issue. And like, like V said, unless you're in a, you know, a long tab or other special person's place, your access to, to a physical therapist for recovery is, is weeks or months down the track, by which stage you've, you've either died of gangrene or it's kind of gone away because you've seen a witch doctor or you had to go pay money out of, out of your own pocket to go get it sorted out. So they're not eating right. You've got fucking idiots running the PT program. And then the solution now is it's all too hard. Let's just make it go away. Yeah. All right, you guys, we're waking up at five in the morning. We're going to do the bend and reach around 16 times. And then we're going to go I, on a seven mile run. I don't, Let's go. I don't want to. Fucking stupid. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Christina, as someone who has followed this uh, event in, in its implementation for a while now, and who has committed herself to actually being able to do the leg tuck, where, where are you on this? And, and what have you learned over the last, I guess, year of all this going on and be careful be careful christina this is starting to sound a lot like he's about to recruit you no right now i know your fucking tricks i got yeah, I should I got get her as PA- christina needs to commission as a pao that would be great that's, <laughs> that's just what we need I, I wish i joined the military but i i just didn't occur to me you know as as a career it didn't occur to me at all which is stupid because my hey, reserves, is- PAO, all day. <laughs> well, I did it because the economy crashed. It wasn't really a first choice for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean. I wasn't good enough at baseball. So I just like, all right, I guess I'll join the Army. It's- <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is when my reporting career goes up in flames. You know, it's my, my, ba- my backup. But no, <laughs> I, let's see. So, it, I mean, this whole like uh, fitness test, it's been something that, like I've followed since 2012. Um, yeah, so, so definitely yeah. goes back that far. I mean, this was when I first became a Pentagon reporter and that was when um, women were in combat and were mm. doing like really badass things. They were talking about how they were, they found themselves in combat situations, were shot at, you know, they engaged in combat, they did awesome things. And so women during that time were like, we should be held uh, to the same standards because we do the exact same things. And so that was the whole, you know, argument, that was a whole discussion. Women's rights groups were all about it. Um, you know, I wrote all these articles. I followed women through Sapper School. Like I actively went down to Fort Leonard Wood and I spent like a week following women through Sapper School. I actually got dehydration so bad. Uh, it was like I, I was hung over. Like I couldn't even stand up because <laughs> I was so dehydrated. Are you and a I- Sapper? not not the Vietnamese kind but no so I mean it was it was awesome just watching these women it was these two women go through sapper school and I was so just impressed I was so blown away I was so like I don't know just inspired and you could say I was a cheerleader you know I know reporters are not supposed to be activists but I was like yeah you know as someone who you know, was kind of, who grew up as kind of a tomboy. I was like, this is awesome. Mm. And then now you have this, these like women who are like, you know, I don't want to shit on people, but it's like, you know, women who are either civilians or are PAOs or are pregnant, you know, or just got public affair (laughs) officers. There goes my chance to get in, but no, I mean, it's, 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 it's like, these these um complaining women or who maybe can't or don't want to do the leg tuck themselves are trying to dictate for every woman in the army like oh you know we shouldn't we shouldn't man you know make force everyone to do a leg tuck because of this or that and you and you know to my understanding you can get on a medical profile or you can have an exception if you are uh you know and there is some time to recover if you if you're getting over you know pregnancy or have a c-section or whatever um i mean and in my experience i mean you helped me do a leg tuck so i mean i can't brag i can only do one (laughs) that's all you need to do right now that's it that's all you need to do Veronica right. knocked out like seven or eight on her first try. Yeah, but I, Veronica does the stuff that'll actually prepare you to be successful on ACFT. Like we—that's what we yeah. discuss. If you do well-rounded fitness program, I'm not telling you to do CrossFit, but if you do something that incorporates intensity interval training, 
powerlifting, strength training, and you do a lot of shit where you're on the bar and running and gymnastics, the ACFT is not going to be hard for you to pass. And and you're always going to be hard for you to match. And you you get enough sleep. Well, yeah, sleep helps. Yeah, I I think, okay, so really quickly, I feel like like this needs to be said, right? It should be be way more impressive that Christina did a single leg tucked in me doing seven. Now, the, the reason I say that is because one, I, I've been in the military for, or in the reserve component for about 11 years, active for about six, right? I have an obligation and I know what's yeah, you take it expected of me. So, and I've, I've again, like I, I've, I come from a family where obesity runs rampant. Like my health mm. has always been something I've taken very seriously. So I've had to educate myself on a lot of these things. I did not come into the military as a PT stud. I was not that person, like at all. I didn't know how to eat healthy. I had to learn all of these things. And it's, and I'm still learning, like as a third, as an almost 32 year old female, like there's so much shit that I didn't know that I didn't know, you know? And, and that's one of the things that I think frustrates me is that it's, it's easy to see somebody once they've like gotten to a point where it's like, oh yeah, well they can do it. They just, but you don't know where the fuck I came from. And I was definitely yeah. starting at the bottom. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the, but the, but what I'm, what I'm trying to say and the point that I'm trying to make is that you dedicated yourself and you took the time to learn to do something and you made it, you are able to do it. And from there, everything's a PR and an improvement. And right. that's, that's my discontent with this standards changing band-aid fix. Let's roll back the fucking PT test because 87% of females failed. It's not that they failed because they can't or shouldn't be able to do it. They failed because the fucking training is inadequate because nobody is preparing them to succeed on a day-to-day basis. What the fuck are you eating? How are you sleeping? What kind of fucking PT training do you have access to? What kind of physical, like physical therapy or and like n- any of those, any of those resources do mm. they have access to? And I think if anything, right, COVID, this is kind of a fucked up thing to say, right? But like COVID showed us, we don't need as many soldiers as we need. There were a lot of people that were working from home and guess what, we still function. <laughs> so what we don't need to do right now, right now we need to be investing in quality over quantity. Yeah. And we you need to be taking care of these soldiers My that we fucking is, have in place now. So My I, issue I, is I, what we're really arguing against is not like, What's really irked me from the beginning is we're arguing against the minimum, the minimum standard, <laughs> right? right? That's what we're arguing about. So now for, to put this into context for people who don't get it, right? And if you don't know what a leg tuck is, I kind of explained it, but just go hang from a pull-up bar, <laughs> bring your arms to a 90 degree angle and try to touch your knees to your elbows. That's one leg tuck. That is the passing minimum standard to max the PT test, the ACFT to max that, that score column. You have to do 20. There's not a lot of difference in the point total from the minimum to the max. But I, that's a hell of a lot of fucking reps because I can do 16 of them and that fuck, that's, that's fucking hard. To do one, I can jump on the bar and do one and literally <laughs> expel no energy, right? So, but if I do 16, I get like, I don't know, was it like 84 points? Like it's, it's, a, it's a ridiculous. So it's not say, much of a difference. It takes, it takes practice because I think awkward. it's – it's exactly, it's it awkward. awkward. It's a mind thing. And I think, you know, for me, the hardest part was to bend my elbows, you know? Which is and- how many how many times did I send you when you send a video? Be like, <laughs> you gotta yeah, bend my- your elbows, Christina. You gotta, you gotta shorten the range of motion to bring those knees up. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's so weird. It's a, it's, a, it's a very mental thing and you have to kind of get used to it and control it. And yeah. I can do like, I think it's like four chin ups and maybe like yeah, you've gotten the chin up game going strong. And yeah, it's actually really impressive because yeah, it ain't just females. You went from zero to what like three, four, five. There's a lot of there's a lot of dudes who can't do a fucking. There's a lot of dudes in America right now who can't do a fucking chin up. That's a fact. Oh, and okay, so just so let me let me get up uh, something. So okay, back when I was reporting on this, uh, you know, women in combat thing. A, a Navy Admiral who was on the Joint Chiefs of Staff at that time. Um, he, sorry, there's ice in the background. Um, Aaron. Hey, Aaron, relax, buddy. <laughs> He's on like drink three. We right asked now. for 45 <laughs> minutes of quiet. That's all we're asking. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, so this this Navy Admiral, he told me in confidence. He said, 
you know, Americans are too fat. He, he you know, we, we are. But he, he said very candidly, and I hope I'm not revealing his identity, but he said, he said, the reason we need to get women into the military is because we don't have enough men. We don't have enough qualified men. He said the young men are too fat. There's like only 18% of Amer- American men who are qualified. To yeah, most are too dumb as well. Let's, let's not so, even get to the physical part. It's a, so, they're too dumb. Yeah. Yeah, I know very <laughs> and, well. And you know where yeah, I work. No, oh man, ASVAB, <laughs> bro, ASVAB. Can't pass it. Yeah. So he Damn. said we need women and um, to. Aaron. The- oh. <laughs> it's a very professional show. I just. This is- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. So so I think to uh oh my god <laughs> now he's he, now he's doing it on purpose. <laughs> it on purpose yeah. It's okay. like fuck it. Hear this ice getting shredded. I gotta just I just ordered a new glacier. <laughs> just imagining him like stabbing like a fucking just like staring at Christina. Oh my god, just he's completely biased. Yeah. So, so like uh, our whole culture, I think not just the military, but our whole society needs to be fixed. I mean, because we have this culture of just you know gluttony and and fast food, and and so um, in and, and out, yeah, what up? And, and the bases don't got, fucking uh, don't say shit about in and out i'll fight you i, I love, love it now i just went there last <laughs> night for a protein style double double with cheese america, america sweetheart up. right there That's right so you've got like you know popeyes and burger king mcdonald's uh this is in the pentagon you've got like yep. one healthy food option which is like fresh kitchen and even that like is not healthy if you pile on like yeah. their Caesar salad, you dump like a ton of Caesar dressing on it, no longer becomes the healthy. None option. of it makes sense to me though. It, like, it really doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it is not hard. And yet it's like you guys have already pointed out. If you ever spent any time on an installation, you go into the food court, there's not, what do you expect? Like, what do you expect these soldiers to get? And what do young people just eat anyway? They eat what's, what's right. familiar to them. They eat what's comforting or, or easy or convenient. And it's always a fucking double cheeseburger with fries and, and a fucking soda. Because you think about it. And it's so not you, once you, a week. They do this shit three to four to five times a week. What do you think is going to happen over a year? If I can get a family pizza for seven ninety carry out, <laughs> and, and, I'm a, and I'm a fucking poor Joe. Exactly. And yeah, you I'm and your buddies are eating good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get a bag of freaking Doritos that's this big and, and eat that because it costs me $2 at the PX yeah. as opposed to going to try and, and actually buy yeah. vegetables, buy lean meat. Is that... <laughs> And if you live in the, if you live in the barracks, where the fuck do you cook it? <laughs> On your hot most plate. Places, some, yeah, of, some of them have those like dual kitchenettes. Yeah, that shit's not. It's not. It doesn't work. It's yeah. yeah. We're really setting our guys up for failure. And uh, yes, well, not just in the short term though, right? Not just for the PT test. Yeah, they're learning bad. But habits. look at look. Yeah, these lifelong bad habits yep. carry with them until the rest of their lives, right? Yeah. So they leave the military, and all of the injuries that they're carrying or that they've that they've accumulated while they were young and in shape and able to like eat fucking 15 ibuprofen and you know kind of just push through it now that they're (laughs) older and they're retired and they're out what happens then now that same bill is going to be passed on to the taxpayer yep while they're overeating they're on they're not able to take care of themselves and again they're pushing through these fucking injuries because they don't know how to take care of themselves it's absolutely it's long term the costs of what the military is doing is absolutely fucking mind-blowing and the fact is we all know it's the problem right we've all said this as ncos even officers right but like as ncos we've said this over and over and over and over again and ultimately there's too much money involved and they don't give a fuck so they're just going to keep doing these really stupid patch jobs. How, how many how many times have you have you seen soldiers being tested or uh, or trained on how to do a deadlift properly, especially with a a fucking hex bar on top oh, of that yeah. the hex and the yeah. hex bars are all varying sizes by the way because that also matters. I have a short frame. Ben and I are not going to be able to lift off of the same bar comfortably. That's true. That matters. And the only reason they 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 did the hex bar and don't forget grip size. No. Fucking grip size. No, because I have no fucking hands. Hands. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why they CrossFit made this amazing, like, entire secondary market of like, oh, we'll make women's bars. They're actually smaller, right? Yeah. You're, yeah. It's no, that's that's a very good point. Because honestly, I feel like the hex bar. Because I just we just did an ACFT a couple of weeks ago. 
that hex bar is thick. Yeah. Like that's not yeah. like, you know what I mean? So it's almost like you using an axle bar to do. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it feels like. Yeah. A regular 45 pound bar is a huge difference yeah. for me in the way that I have. half millimeters, yeah. I think it I, is. And then the women's bar is what, 26? I can do, I can do 235, like my 10 rep max, like, or my 10 yeah, rep, like for 10 reps, strong. 235, 235 is fucking easy with a women's bar. No problem. Right. I don't need wrist straps. I don't need a reverse grip. With a fucking men's bar, I'm using wraps. I'm like yeah. super so glue my, my hands. Thing, though, like, be, before awful. we wrap this up and I want to come to Ben to, to take us out of here, but so we've made all of this issue out of one event, which is the leg tuck, right? But let's go to the deadlift on the hex bar that you guys brought up the deadlift i believe for the black tier was 200 which is now reduced to 160 for a three reps three rep, it's a three rep max on a hex bar to max the deadlift you had to do 340 pounds for three now, right for three now for me there. By the end of the year. For me, that's the only event I can max on the, on the ACFT. Like I could, I could probably max the sprint drag carry, but it's not worth it because you got to go do leg tucks and then run two miles after that. So what's the point? You know, fucking whatever. I chill on that and watch people smoke themselves when they go to do the lunges. It's funny. It's actually pretty funny. The whole Bambi leg thing. It's hilarious. If you just chill, you can run it in like 150 and not have to worry and get like an 88 or a 90. But anyway, the point I'm making is on the deadlift. No one is arguing about the fact that you have to, to, to max the deadlift. It's 340 pounds. That is easy to me because the only thing I'm really good at when it comes to a strength thing has been deadlifts. Like that's my entire life. The only thing I can do from a strength component or a powerlift component, I can deadlift. I can't squat. I can't bench. I mean, I can, but my numbers aren't great. But deadlift, I can deadlift, right? I've always been able to deadlift about two and a half times my body weight. Whatever. Great. How come nobody in terms of like what we're arguing on the, the, the leg tuck, no one's arguing about how hard it is to max the fucking deadlift. It's like, why is that not an argument? Cause that's hard. Now, Veronica just told you she can deadlift 235 for what? 10. Yeah. On a, on a normal bar. So on a, you could, you could probably get 265 with a female bar. Okay. So you're probably getting for 10. So on the, on the hex bar, you're probably doing maybe 275 for three, maybe, but yeah, my point is you'll never, no, cause I, cause I can do two, I do 235. I, the last time I did a 10 rep max, I was fucking around and I did 235. But on my a hex point bar, is you'll like probably, you'll ago. probably never max. The deadlift, Watch me. Right? I fucking challenge accepted motherfucker. No, fucking go do it. You won't do it. Little punk ass. You won't. <laughs> no, I want you to. I want you to. But that's what's crazy. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm just going to fucking stare straight at the camera the whole time and be like, fuck you, Eric. That's my point. This test is damn near impossible to max. Now there's people doing it. There was just a private in basic training who just posted his picture and he blanked out his name tape, but he just maxed the like the entire ACFT. This test is fucking hard to match. It is not hard to pass. It's not why hard are we, to pass. Why are we developing this test and taking the fittest soldiers in the army that we have that we know we're going to pass these things and testing it against them? I want the fucking kid. I want the specialist <laughs> that fucking ass chugs monsters mixed with pre-workout <laughs> and games all night and fucking just is like sucking down cigarettes and shit. I want to know how that kid's doing. I want hey, to know how the overweight kids are there's doing. There's a dude in my office that's very that's, similar to that. And he did 11 leg tucks. But, the, but fuck the leg tucks, right? Overall, like those are the kids. No, he got like a 470. Are, he did a good score. A good yeah. Score. And Can't like, and you, shit, and you, but he's good at everything else. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. We need to, we need, we need to, and, and I know that now they're doing the, like the data collection piece, right? Like, yeah. I just don't want any more changes. Like, I, I just feel like it's a very, like, like I said, cause it, it really, the argument comes down to the leg tuck and the fact that we argue 60% is one and hundred percent is 20. That's a huge fucking disparity between passing and maxing like that. I, I'll never do 20. I, I can be honest with you. I'll never do 20. I don't even want to train to do 20. You know what I mean? Like, what's the point? Like there's no benefit well, anyway. All right. So Ben, we got a few minutes here. Go ahead and like take us home, wrap it up. Let's get the fuck out of here. So I got to, we got dinner. <laughs> so to, to wrap up, I think. Wrap it up, B. Like I said, the, the army shit the bed. It needs to, it, it, and the thing is, B's right. So if you, if you invest early in a soldier's career on making sure they know how to work out properly, they know how to stretch and recover, they know how to eat well, 
then your VA bills are going to be yep. lower. Because, and I'm, I'm, I'm a perfect example. I joined at 17 and I was a, fuck it, I'm not going to let, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to push through hard. Now I'm looking in the barrel of a double hip replacement. I can't take ibuprofen anymore because I fucking took so much of it. Now, if I take, if I take it, I, I get internal bleeding. That's awesome. That is a fact. Yep. So I can, I can take Tylenol. That is the, that is the strongest medication I can take if I don't want to go to fucking hospital. And that was because I pushed so hard through injuries. Like mm-hmm. I didn't have a fucking stretch. I'd never done a back squat, a front squat or deadlifted until 2016 when I was already well into my thirties. And that doesn't set me up for success. Hey, so uh, that's the kind of yeah. shit that they should be teaching you in basic training. Cause if I'm you, not if much different. Had a, I didn't start doing that shit till I was 31. Imagine how much better <laughs> off we would be. Oh, absolutely. Not, yeah. Not the only thing I learned how to up. do from a young age was bench press. That's funk. That makes a lot of difference in life. Yeah. So, you know, that if the army's serious about improving lethality, which it should be, yeah. then start early, get people to eat well, get people who fucking know how to train <laughs> other people safely. That isn't a four week fucking course of like, yeah, I went to upstairs Hollywood Medical University to do that along with fucking Dr. Nick Riviera. <laughs> get people who are fucking professional at it and then have a program that is specific for individual people so hey everyone we're doing the same thing today but maybe you're going to lift less than i'm going to lift or maybe deadlift day you're going to miss you're going to lift twice as much as me so people are are getting exercise at the at a proper intensity with yep. good technique so that they can actually improve yeah you know, you know and then the, the, and the last thing on the acft they need to bring back they need to bring back if they're not going to go back to the three tiers and here's a revolutionary idea that I stole from a, a, a Green Bray fella today when I was having lunch. Then leave it up to the unit. So if I go to a unit that is a special missions unit, yeah, and I'm and I'm there as a as a fucking as a clerk or some you know S one dude, that's cool. Until they say we need drivers and you've got to go on the road, mm-hmm. and then that little hundred pound chick who's thinking it's all cool for school she's now going to drag some 250 pound magilla gorilla green beret out of a burning fucking mrap now what well i know i don't need to do this because i'm like i'm gold standard i have to only have to do one fucking leg tuck it doesn't work that way if you have a mission profile then everyone in the unit should unit specific right yeah uic link it to that now you know and that's true though because that's fair because even if you go back to when I was a drill sergeant, if you were a drill sergeant for the APFT from drill sergeant school on to while you were serving as an, a drill sergeant, you had to score 70 or above in every event. Whereas the regular army has to just do 60 or above. And I'm cool with that because why you're supposed to be setting a, a standard and you're yeah. supposed to be setting an example. Leading, to those, leading by right, example. Leading by example. So yeah. And I, I assume there's other units or types of MOSs that had a very similar thing. Whereas if you're serving in this capacity, Hey, I get what the army standard is, but here's our standard. Dude, I've tried. Yeah. I counseled my soldiers and said 70% is our standard. We're going right. to get and there. You can do that. You I can was, totally I, do that I as a section. Aside, I got pulled aside by my first one. I was like, we can't do that. Um, oh, well, well, if not... your company doesn't, yeah. I mean, if your company doesn't bless off on it, but you could totally right. have a company standard in terms of incentivizing, right? If you're going to have an incentive program. Yeah, but if yeah, we get it. There's an army standard, but yo, if you're trying to get that top block, well, guess what? I don't give a fuck if you can do 180 on the PT test. If the senior leadership is pencil whipping their APFTs and height wing, they're right, there's another fucking too. problem. Yeah. Hey, you know what? If there's anyone out in the fucking military or in the army who actually watches this fucking show, why don't you go and and I can point you in the direction of a very specific region of the United States, and you can go and try and check on some of those senior leaders, E8s and aboves. Go look at their PT test. I'm just saying. And you know what? Actually, just show up. Be like, hey, let's and, go do okay. a PT test. I was going to tell you. I should send this to Grinston. Because I know plenty. I know plenty who are E8s. I should saying. totally send this to Grinston because he just followed me on Twitter. Oh, did you? You should. You should say, hey, sorry, Please do. Grinston. Honestly, Watch dude, this. tell them I would love to sit down and have a talk with him because I got some fucking Oh, I would love to pay. see fucking Veronica with Sarma. I would love to get him on the podcast. Let's have the two of them, Sarma Major Grinston, but- the Army Grinston, and Veronica Lopez, that'd be great. My, my, final, my, my final comment for the night, and then I'll leave you to wrap it up, is so I'm, I'm a pogue. I make no fucking qualms about it. I was I was a motor T transport dude, um, and 51% of my first troop was female. Not that I gave a shit. I only gave a fuck if they could do the job or not. 
They had yeah. to change their own fucking tyres on big Mack trucks. They had to put 20 cam nets over their truck and trailer combinations. And if they couldn't do it, that was it. They got the ass. So I don't care if you're a boy or a girl, you're a unicorn, you're brown, white or whatever. <laughs> if, if there's a job that needs to get done, then that person needs to be fit enough to do it Absolutely. to the job standard. That's it. So have a test, a test for that. Yeah. Fucking get after it. That's and the then train people That's to the hit the difference it. between and the military and, and civilians. Right, and if you don't like it, fuck off the space force because because yeah. we all know the grab. I love when Ben gra- finally comes around because he's he. We, we may not agree on a lot of other shit, but when it comes to the like, hey, it's the basics of being a soldier. Guess what? You need to be a fucking soldier, and that's it. Then you, then we'll worry about all your fucking opinions and your beliefs. All right, I will say the one thing on a positive note. I am so fucking excited. I don't know what they're gonna do yet, but I am so happy to happy to know that they are finally fucking addressing the bmi the height and weight standards oh, is, are from world war ii garbage garbage i've are, been they are finally being like addressed. the last 12 years of my life and i Dude, i have been i have been <laughs> anywhere from i got 22 percent body fat so wait a minute i'm overweight by like 15 pounds but i'm under my body fat by four percent Really? Between a 270 and a 300 PT test, I was getting fucking taped every time. How every you get taped time. is hilarious to me. I don't know how you get taped because you're not. Man, a, man, I got a dump truck ass. That's why. Yeah, well, so do <laughs> I. Got the dog. But I have this tiny ass fucking neck, so it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, I have this well, 15 inch neck and a 30 well, inch waist, and they're like, more fucking, well, more traffic and get them shrugs. You're, you're borderline. You're borderline, Sarsky. I'm like, meanwhile, I go to training shop and I look at this fucking Samoan dude whose neck's like the size of my waist. His his uniform top doesn't fit him, but his neck's 30 inches. So, oh yeah, he's got like- So he's within the BMI. He's like 16%, bro. He's 16%. Yeah, okay, cool. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) All right, I got to get the hell out of here. I love all of you. It's good to see all your faces again. And uh, we'll do this next week because I think Veronica has something she wants to talk about. Ooh. Ooh, spicy. We call that foreshadowing. All right. We'll see you next week. Oh, look week. at that doggo. That's yeah, look at that. Who's that? Oh, Is that a German? German Shepherd? Uh, we're not exactly sure. Yeah. He looks like um, a German Shepherd slash like. It's a she. She. Oh, she. This is, this is Roxy. And I was very happy because I walked in the door and Roxy remembered me and was very happy to see me. That's good. As long as she so, doesn't kill you. So that's good. No, she's a good girl. All right. Yeah, we're all about good girls on There Will That's Be right. Banter. All right. We'll see you next week. There Will Be Banter. Sure.